This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hello, Maria. Hello, Curtis. We are in episode eight of Team Lotus Cares podcast. All right, Central Florida, here we are, a nippy day. It is a nippy day in Central Florida. If you're uh, uh, listening at a later date, it is middle of January 2021, and winter has finally arrived in Central Florida, which means it got into the 40s last night. Winter 2022. Yeah, 2022. Did I say 2022? No. I did not. Okay. <laughs> Well, we don't write checks anymore, so I don't have any reason to know what year it is. I just need to know that it's January such and such. So Yeah, well, it's unacceptable. I mean, we're still in January. You can still say Happy New Year, too. I don't know. It's kind of late for that. Might be a little I late. I accept it. Well, it might be a little late, but that's all right. I guess it depends on the person. If you see the person every day, do not say Happy New Year when we get to the 18th of January. That's a bit excessive. <laughs> so yeah. so uh, today we're talking about protecting yourself when you are mobile computing. Primarily, we're talking smartphones and tablets, mobile commuting, computing on your laptop. That's a completely different uh, you know, bird of, of different feathers or different colors, I guess. So we're primarily talking about tablets and smartphones. We're going to kind of run down through eight things that you need to do or make sure you're doing. Likely you're already doing some of these already because they've made it a lot easier on modern smartphones, but we still run into folks that are not doing some of these. So number one is authenticating yourself. Make sure your phone has a password or a fingerprint or read your face or something just you don't want the ability for you for someone to just pick up their their phone and begin using it as you yeah um you know in 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 the past authentication was just basically you know you had you know some systems for people that like realtors have that little six digit that kind of rolls around all the time and you know those type of little fobs for high security type um you know scenarios but now Everybody really needs it, and it doesn't necessarily need to be one of those, um, but it could be, you know, as easy as a small software. Um, does it take a few more minutes? Uh, not minutes, but seconds. Um, sure, but I think the hassle of that is a lot better from time to time versus the hassle that if you get hacked and lose your data or something criminally involved happens. But if you're managing devices for your organization, say you hand out cell phones, or as part of your using your uh, data systems that they have to have certain levels of security on a device, you don't want to overdo it. You want to leave what they call, you want it to be frictionless, meaning you want to make it as easy as possible for the person to do it, but still meet your security objectives and policies that you have in place. Absolutely. You don't want to overdo it. And sometimes IPT people can overdo it. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the other things you need to do is keep your device up to date. And again, this has gotten a lot easier. Most devices, I know the iPhone best, the iOS platform the best. And they're 
the best way to keep them up to date is pretty easy. It's enable automatic updates, which if you set up the device as default and don't turn it off, automatic updates are enabled. And then when you go to bed at night, plug your phone into power and it will update itself overnight. Now, if you work a weird schedule, that could cause a problem. I don't know how they adapt if you work all night and you sleep all day. But generally, for most folks, if you plug the phone in, have it connected to power and connected to Wi-Fi overnight, most of them now will automatically update themselves. You'll just wake up in the morning. The, and the phone will ask probably for maybe your PIN, if you're using face authentication, and then it's ready to go. It's updated, and you don't have to worry about But those updates are critically important now. Yeah, they're um, an opportunity to fix glitches that maybe were, were a little annoying and less frictionless, um, and also bring you new um, technology. Now, there's a downside to it as there is with anything uh, a few months ago uh, it wasn't a few months ago it was a while back and i don't remember which version of ios it was i want to say maybe 12. anyway apple decided the old scroll wheel method of choosing the time of day and when you're inputting a calendar event well that wasn't good enough they completely changed it and that was a shock the first time i ran into that Fortunately, Apple must have heard a lot of grumbling because I noticed they've went back to the old method. But that's one of the downsides of always being up to date is that you can uh, get uh, introduced to changes in software without any anticipation. So just all of a sudden, you have a new feature or the way you've done things has changed. That's the one of the downsides of always keeping your device up to date. But... The flip side of that, security-wise, is worth the slight inconvenience. Agreed. The other thing uh, is jailbreaking your device. Now, a lot of folks, this is kind of went away. It's not the, the in vogue as it once was. Maybe it's still cool with the kids. I don't know. But jailbreaking meant that you would put an alternative version of the operating system on your phone because it, you could do something that the operating system wouldn't allow. Maybe you want to go to certain sites or certain apps. You want to primarily it's using apps that the Google or Android, Google uh, or Apple don't believe that you should be able to use. And we don't recommend jailbreaking your phone. The next one is remember where you are. And I will explain this. Phones love using Wi-Fi. The cell companies want to get you off their network as much as humanly possible uh, just to save bandwidth, save their costs, save electricity. So they set up these devices. Number one, they're going to ask you, do you want to join this Wi-Fi network? Do you want to join that free Wi-Fi network? Mm -hmm. And you want to do, you don't want to do that. You want to remember where you're at. You know, at home, yes. Join your home Wi-Fi network. That makes sense. It's going to save you money, your cell care, whoever. And you get better performance, most likely. But you don't want to do it in a coffee shop. You don't want to do it in a grocery store. Or, you know, but we went to a Magic game recently. Sure enough, you could get free Wi-Fi from the Orlando Magic. You don't get much in the way of wins, but you get free Wi-Fi. 
So let me tell you, ask you something. It's like, you know, um, people that have like home networks and they have their wireless security, how important is it to make sure that's secure? Oh, that's critically important. And, and depending on what you do, I'll be honest. If you're not working from home, if you're just streaming Netflix and Apple TV Plus and the kids are playing some games, as long as you're not doing anything super critical, you know, it's it's not that important. But if you are, and here's the problem, most people are nowadays, they are working from home, they're doing uh, online banking, they're managing their financial affairs online. And if you're doing that on your Wi-Fi, yes, you need to make sure you have a good uh, router, you need to make sure everything's up to date. And and it, it's, it's daunting to say the least, but the, again, the newer units, you know, if you're using a five-year-old router, I can guarantee you it's not up to date and it's not updating itself. But the new ones now are cloud enabled and do update themselves. All right. And, and, yeah. And, and and it too comes down to spending a little more money and getting something a little bit better. But again, it depends on everybody's situation, the size of your home. What type, again, what type of work you're doing if, and what type of devices you have connected. So it's good to consult a professional if you have questions about that. And you can always reach out to Lotus. We can uh, give you some advice. That's what we're here for. So related to that is using a VPN. And we recommend using a VPN. We use our own in-house VPN. But there are a lot of services, again, you can consult with uh, your IT professional and find out some of the best ones. There are some that you hear advertised that are not overly effective. Um, they track more than they say, and we believe probably sell more than they say, some of the big name VPNs. But there are some secure products out there that are good VPNs. And again, you know, I don't want to make recommendations here in the podcast, but if you contact us, we can tell you the ones we like. And the ones that we've verified are are a good VPN. And all VPN does, by the way, it encrypts the data from your device to the website that, or service that you're using, all the way from endpoint to endpoint. And what that does is prevent what they call middle and in, man in the middle attacks. And that's where somebody can get on your Wi-Fi network and act as you. We've I actually know someone personally that had this happen recently, and then I saw another instance uh, from another uh, provider who was talking about it uh, this past week or last week, that somebody had hijacked someone's SIM card because now these SIMs are virtual or digital. They're no longer a physical device you slide into your phone. They had hijacked a SIM card, and they were replicating everything on their phone, stealing passwords, account access, so a VPN would help in those instances because it would encrypt that data while it's in transit. That is crazy news. Crazy. It is crazy news. It is. And there's a, actually a whole industry. I had an opportunity to be on a uh, roundtable a couple of months ago with a gentleman who has a startup and they're doing well. It's a rapidly growing company. What they do is provide secure cell phone service for what they call high value clients. I'm talking CEOs, C-level executives at major corporations, uh, heads of state and things like that. Because there's a lot going on that we're not even being made aware of because it's not gotten down to the 
It's still too expensive to attack you and me. We're not we're not worthy of the criminal spending that kind of money, but it is enough to attack high what they call high value clients. It hasn't been unheard of though that they can piggyback on someone like you and I to be a segue for something greater. Sure. Yeah, you could be an assistant to some, one of these CEOs, and they could tap into your device and imagine how much information your assistant probably has about you meetings contacts people you're working with deals you might be working on if you're you know maybe a sales assistant uh you, you probably know a lot more than what you realize so that's a good point that, that's a great point maria yeah you may not be the target but you may be a great conduit to the target absolutely one of the so other things sorry go ahead Oh no! It's I mean it, it's uh, there's always hope, right? There's always um, a solution to that issue. Um, there's experts out there that can assist you and, and give you that support to make sure that doesn't to um, it doesn't become an expensive experience. Oh yeah, yeah. You, the, an ounce of prevention goes a long way when it comes to this type of uh, stuff that goes on that that's absolutely true um, and it's better to know and it's a lot cheaper to know ahead of time than it is after the fact uh, when you're scrambling right on so take a look at anti-malware now we don't see a lot of this yet in mobile devices now it is more much more prevalent in android devices um, they're more open now google has locked that platform down in the last couple of years, but they are still susceptible to anti-malware, mainly because the product is more open. You're able, you have more freedom within the product. When you have more freedom, that means that criminals can potentially have more freedom if they gain access to your device by loading a bad app or an app that's got some uh, bad code in it that gives them a backdoor to your device. So we do recommend anti-malware, especially for Android devices, but we have to believe that iOS devices um, have got to be on the target of these criminals as well. I mean, you can buy access and, and ways of breaking into iOS devices. Again, it's just a little too expensive right now, but like anything else, that those prices will come down and they'll become a target. We know Macs are, you know, famous for not getting viruses it's part of their marketing campaign at apple well they do get viruses they do get malware and they have to have protection as well well we we are beginning to believe that uh mobile devices can have should have anti-malware and it's still really inexpensive and again you want to reach out to your it professional and get recommendations for legitimate systems that will block malware Absolutely. You don't want to sound too much like a challenge to a bad guy. <laughs> right, exactly. So the last one of this eight is backing up your device. And again, if we can jump back to updating your device, well, the companies have made this easy and cheap to do nowadays. I think I pay 99 cents a month for my iOS, uh, uh, my iCloud backup for my iOS devices. And I never run out of space. Um, I, it's a lot of space. And I, I've never had to upgrade. So again, I think I pay 99 cents a month. And it is um, an eternal backup. You know, it just 
but it's a space constraint. But again, it's so much storage. And again, they plug the device in at night, leave it on Wi-Fi. They will automatically back themselves up unless you have disabled that feature in your phone. Again, that's where you want to maybe somebody take a look at it with you over your shoulder just to make those I'm sure those settings are correct. A lot of the new devices too. I know iOS now will alert you if you have not backed up your device in a certain amount of time. I had, I have an, an old iPad. I don't use it for anything important. I don't store anything on it. I never take pictures with it. I don't back it up. So occasionally it pops up and says, you haven't backed up this iPad in three months, but I don't care. It's not, there's nothing on it. But uh, I say that to say that these devices are really good at pointing out and getting better at pointing out that you're not doing a backup, but you still need to check. It's a good idea. Absolutely. And then uh, just to think, you know, you know, that you may need that. And then the minute you decide that you don't need it and you don't have it backed up, it's better be safe than sorry. Yeah, it's so inexpensive now to back up data. It's not worth and so easy. It's not worth the effort. I remember the days when you had to go in and manually back up your phone to well, your computer. I remember the iTunes days. You had to plug that phone in and back it up to your computer. Then that file on your computer had to be backed up somewhere as well. Yeah. So glad we've moved beyond that. It was impossible for the most part. <laughs> So that's the eight ways you can protect yourself, mobile commuting, computing. If you want to look in the show notes, we've got the list. And again, if any of those things stump you, feel free to, to uh, give us a call and uh, we can uh, help you out with that. So to move on to uh, one other subject we wanted to touch on briefly this week, Microsoft is making a ton of changes to their product lineup. They're deprecating certain products, meaning they're eliminating certain products in the next couple of months. They're bringing, they're changing the pricing of some products, but not necessarily all products. Like business premium is going up in price, but business basic, if you buy it annually, is not, but monthly it is. I mean, it, it's that kind of confusion, and there's no way I would run down all of the changes. You, you know, would die of boredom. But if you are using Microsoft, Microsoft 365, Office 365, as it used to be known, make sure that uh, you have reached out to your IT professional so you can get some updated budget numbers because those changes are coming, I think, in March. I'd have to double check, but I'm pretty sure it's March. Um, I don't remember, first of March or the end of March that those changes are going to be coming, those price increases. And then some of those products are going away. I know one of their voice products is going to be eliminated in March 2022 if you're using, I, I got the year right, um, if, you're <laughs> using, if you're using the uh, Microsoft voice product as your phone system. Something else to keep you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, just something else for you to have to think about here as we work our way into 2022. Well, that, that sums up this week. Appreciate everybody listening in. Don't forget, if you want free weekly cybersecurity tips, we make it easy. Just go to weeklycybersecuritytips.com in your web browser. You can also find the link in the show notes. And Maria, every Wednesday morning, is going to send you a cybersecurity tip, a new one every week. And it, these are just short one, two-paragraph emails to tell you just a quick, you know, this is a good password. This is how you make a good password. Or don't do this with your laptop. Just quick little action points you can do to protect yourself against cybersecurity. 
trying to make things easy. Yep, that's what we try and do. Making uh, technology easy. Everybody, thanks for listening in and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.